Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of the Future Tech podcast series. It's me, Charlie Sell, the Group MD of Arrows Group, and I am here interviewing thought leaders, CTOs, senior level people basically within the technology space aimed at giving advice, their thoughts on emerging technologies, and a bit about their story, all at STEM graduates. So really pleased to have Ed Clark with me today. Hi, Ed, how are you doing? Hi, Charlie. Ed is a thought leader within the health tech space, so has been fully submerged within it for the last couple of years, looking at all the positive impacts of it. And I know he's got some pretty interesting views and thoughts, not just about emerging technology, but also about the, the health tech space in itself. Um, and, and to hear about, about your story. So, Ed, let's hear a bit about you. How are you and how did you get into technology? Yeah, cool. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, um, yeah it's been an interesting few months um, with, with the lockdown and trying a few uh, few new, new ideas out. But, um, yeah, I, I got into technology, I guess, the, the sort of traditional way um, from university. But I actually, originally, I wanted to get into engineering. So uh, I did a foundation course in engineering, which covered... Um, quite a lot of different um, a lot of different skills and then after that I decided to go full into uh, technology so I went to Liverpool did a degree in um, EE business so it was kind of half tech and a bit of sort of management marketing and, and that kind of stuff and that sort of set me up to uh, start applying for some tech roles and uh, eventually landed a job in London um, just as a just as a junior sort of analyst uh, working with Java and then it sort of, uh, yeah, went from there. Fantastic. And so what companies have you worked with throughout? Has it been traditional um, tech businesses or have you worked with any weird and wonderful type businesses? Pretty much everything. I think um, so my first role was in sort of energy, um, sort of British gas, and that had a, a wide range of projects, everything from smart metering, um, the how we manage the engineers the, with the devices, uh, let me drive the British gas van, which was quite cool. Um, and then, yeah, sort of those kind of projects. So that's kind of more traditional, uh, large, large business and gradually work my way towards sort of, you know, the, I guess the traditional dev manager uh, role um, during a few agile transformations that we did. So there was um, quite a large one. The first one I did, I think it was the largest in Europe um, to do smart metering. So they were trying to do smart metering and agile transformation, which was a, an, an enormous challenge. But we, yeah, we, we learned a lot from, uh, from doing that. And then from there, I decided to have a bit of a bit of a change. So moved into more, you know, your, your kind of online um, business doing like price comparison. Um, and then moved on to um, sort of logistics. So did a, a year or so in a ASOS doing uh, the, the um, American warehouse projects. And so learned a lot about that. And that was also one of the first um, projects that had um, distributed uh, distributed team so you have like half the team in the UK half the team in India uh, delivering into a US warehouse so in terms of timing that, that be, there's a few complexities there but yeah very very interesting yeah very interesting project um, and from there that's when I that's when I got into uh, fintech so it was a um, CTO uh, pocket which is a, a fintech uh, startup um, so that was a full-on a startup environment you know literally starting from you know uh, one developer and uh, and that was very hands-on actually so that was going I've, I've moved a couple of times from sort of management and then very hands-on back to back to management and some of the architecture stuff and then hands-on again and 
from there um, moved to Just Eat, looking after the global payments function. Um, and again, that was another um, it, it was a sort of distributed team. And this one was more complex. So you had you know team in London, team in Bristol, team in um, Ukraine, delivering projects into um, all over the world. So Australia was quite a big one in a, for a few other ones. So yes, yeah, so that was a, a very interesting. And I, th I think from there, I was sort of, as, as I was sort of getting a bit older, you know, into my early thirties and looking at the cost of living in London, I was sort of, sort of uh, feeling like a bit of a, bit, bit of a change really. And uh, perhaps a chance to kind of, you know, tr move around a little bit, try a few, uh, a few different things, but also, you know, think about something that I can generate, something that I can perhaps generate sustainably where I can have um, uh, an income. So if you have multiple streams of income, for example, that doesn't tie me to an area. And because um, that would allow me to say, uh, live up north, live closer to family and or if I wanted to work abroad. And, and that, so that's how I got into the uh, research and looking at different, um, different avenues. Um, so the, the, the health tech started when I was, um, so my, when I, when I left London, I was, I was doing a bit of a, a bit of contracting, um, which was just living away from home in, in hotels. But, um, so I, I moved back in with my mum and her partner. He was a hypnotherapist and we sort of started chatting, um, you know, talking about what, what I've been doing and some of the, the health, particularly mental health for young people. Um, cause that was a big, big area of interest for me. Um, as, as, as time has gone on, people have been talking more and more about how technology has affected young people, millennials in particular. And um, I also got a bit sort of fed up reading endless articles about what's wrong with millennials rather than actually people taking this on and going, you know, there's something more to this, guys. I think we need to be uh, um, supporting these, um, supporting young people a little bit more. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of a, just a brief overview of the journey. Yeah. And that, that's, that's where I am at the, I'm at the moment. Fantastic. And, you know, we were talking a bit before starting the podcast about mental health and, and, and the positive impact technology can have and, and, and relating it back to the fintech as an industry where, no, sorry, health tech even as, a, as, a, as an industry where we get it right. We can, we can have some really positive value to, to many people's lives. And, um, and like you said, you've been researching it now for the last couple of years. So so maybe thinking around emerging technologies then and what you're seeing as, as technology that's moving forward, do you have any views? What's, what, what excites you? So two, two of the main areas I was looking at, one, um, so I originally started looking at um, 3D environments with the, um, like using Oculus Rift. And there's actually a couple of companies that have started uh, doing that now. Um, and that was with um, regards to things like phobias. Um, so we were doing things with, um, you, you could do things like moving objects around. And so if you're doing NLP or elements of hypnotherapy, a lot of that is, is kind of, you can use props and it's to kind of get the person used to whatever fear it is. It could be heights, uh, things like that. And some of the things that um, uh, Stuart Graves, who's the hypnotherapist I'm working with, does, um, he, he's actually combined um, NLP, EMDR and hypnotherapy into, into quite a focused solution which looks like it could potentially work well with some of these um, technologies. And some of it involves um, perhaps scripts, audio you can go through. Some of it is even sort of arm movements and certain uh, things you can do to, to, um, it's to try and get the, the mind to kind of 
either either reprogram itself or, or lessen the impact of certain uh, certain fears so it's um, yeah very interesting area and uh, as well as part of that is um, looking at the the app that we were talking about was um, um, a, a way of safely uh, bringing people from perhaps a point where they feel they could do with mental health support to taking them on that journey to actually seeing a therapist because in, in this country it actually takes quite a long time um, uh, how the NHS is set up currently and there's, there's a, a lot we could do um, you know helping uh, people um, and young people especially with with sort of managing that and giving them um, the support they need. Yeah yeah and again relating it back to mental health or, or how technology can can be an aid there is, is super important. So, so along with 3D technology then, is there, um, have you been looking at, you know, in regards to building apps or where health tech could go? Is there, if, you, if you're able to predict technology in sort of five years time, do you think things like AI are gonna have a massive influence or VR or, or any of the sort of the big data um, capacity? Yeah, I think AI is one of the sort of hot topics at the moment. Um, so people have done experiments replacing experts, um, not sort of re replacing them entirely, but using um, AI and uh, big data to kind of see if, if they, we can predict um, illnesses versus, say, a doctor. That's one quite big area. Um, and other areas are, um, I think there's companies setting up uh, monitoring um, um, in people's homes to help old people. So you, you could have... Um, say like a like an xbox scanner or these type of technologies and see and sort of learn the, the person's behavior and if it's someone that's say um with, with alzheimer's or or started getting dementia you know you could say well they haven't been to the kitchen for six hours maybe that's not part of their usual routine maybe they need support and so i think that ai side of it is going to be a huge area of um i guess that that proactive support but if you look across all the some of the other sort of trends in health tech, I mean, one of the biggest ones is connecting people to sort of doctors, helping doctors communicate, um, remote working in the and sort of sharing within hospitals, um, um, even robotics and prosthetics. So if you look at um, what's going on, it's almost like health tech is the trend because it's got all the other elements are really. Um, coming into it and I, and I can see into the future a few years time it will probably overtake especially post-covid it will probably overtake the fintech I think it will probably be the world's largest industry because there's there's so much scope for it and so much need as well yeah yeah well again you know looking at it from from my side of the table when when looking at trends of uh, where investment's going and, and and even just general recruitment you can see it it's the it is by far the fastest growing sector um, I think it was pre-COVID, it was still the fastest growing sector during COVID without doubt. And I think you're right. The, the, the realisation of that's, you know, where we need to focus our time, money and resources. It, it needs to be within the, the sectors that, that are going to look after people in the future, really. So, uh, yeah, super exciting. Yeah. So then last question and then one for, for many of the grads listening. You know, they're about to take their first steps into the real world. If, if, if it's not today, it's going to be within 12 months time. Any thoughts, advice um, that you would give yourself when you're at that point that you wish you knew? I think probably one of the most important things is really focus on um, your, your sort of core strengths. And because quite, I think if I sort of think back to how I was then, I, I was really thinking, uh, oh, I'm not good at this. Oh, I might struggle with that. And I think, you know, and 
you, you will everyone struggles and you, you but you will very quickly find that you you, you can really um you know you'll suddenly realize that you, you can do things you never thought you could and really to sort of go um don't be afraid to try things um if, even if you fail because that's part of you know learning and going through that discovery so that's, that's the probably the best bit of advice i would have given myself really try and go go for everything and and, and be brave because um you'll probably find you can do it yeah and what great words because I, I couldn't agree with you more you know it's uh, um it, it's time to embrace change and to be fearless isn't it you know you you learn by your mistakes is another thing that we talk about a lot so you know don't be afraid to go out there and try new things yeah and it's going to be new for everyone even the, as we come out of the post-covid world and the amount of change and upheaval and adaptation you know it's almost like we're all going to be sort of juniors again some people even very experienced um, um people ceos experts are going to be finding that they're having to learn you know sort of really learn new things so in many ways we're all going to be in the same boat so you know it's a uh, yeah it's going to be interesting times yeah yeah fantastic well ed thank you thank you very much that i mean again to, to speak to someone who is investing so much of their own personal time as much as trying to build a a business out of these emerging markets. It's been really interesting to hear your story, but also your thoughts and, you know, the 3D digital side. I think that's also a really interesting area, which, uh, you know, is, is quite, for me, it's not that much been spoken about. So that, that could really be an area for people to look at and get a bit of understanding. And, and as you say, be fearless to all those grads sticking out there, try new things, go and um, give things a go and, and know that, yeah, everyone is learning right now so so it's a level playing field in many ways yeah yeah definitely brilliant well look, cool great so that was another episode of the future tech podcast series a big thank you to ed uh, ed clark it's posted on our youtube channel on spotify and of course it's going to be on the career portal pages for the universities that we've partnered with so thanks everyone and listen to you next time <laughs>